I'm a thousand unspoiled places, waiting here for you to find. A lifetime memory, painted in your mind. I have the best school shootings. I have the best mass I'm shootings. The beat of beautiful sound, impossible to forget. I'm Colorado. And I have great weed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, if that doesn't tell you what we're talking about this week. (laughs) Yay, Colorado. Good job, guys. I thought Uh, it was like a really peaceful state of like full of hippies. Another week, another mass shooting under the Biden administration. If anything, I feel like all the states are just trying to like claim. You know how, you know how, uh, when someone does something like on YouTube or some shit like that, and then mm-hmm. there's always that one person that has the comment underneath first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, we all know what uh, like Colorado's at, number one. Atlanta was clapping up people, and then <laughs> Colorado just right up underneath them. Cr- Colorado's we can do it. Too. All unhinged white kids. That is very true. Except in this case, it's a Middle Eastern kid, but still, the I mean, second week of the a shooter that was twenty one demographic. I see what you're saying with the general yeah. demographic. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I feel the same way about Colorado as I do about. I went. Um, I went and visited Rick from Brass Tax. Did yeah. his show. I a solid dude. I I love the those homie. guys. He's the homie. But. Fuck Colorado. We used to sit mad forties and listen to Easy E and Dr. Dre and yeah. yell, yell at people in, in the good old days. Yell at people. For life was what? so hard. We would yell at people in traffic. We used to uh <laughs> You know. We were we were mad hood shit. Yeah. Yeah. Just doing a bunch of hood rat shit with my friends. We were we would like um I mean, we're all from Myrtle Beach or North Myrtle Beach or Myrtle Beach area. And then we moved to Charleston, South Carolina. Or I, I moved there, and then he moved there like shortly after, and we ended up going to the same school. Uh, this was like right after graduation from high school, and we ended up going to the same school, and it was the worst thing that we could have probably done for each other because we were both like horribly just just, just trash ass people. Shouts out and to Rick. Hopefully, we used to he moves back soon. We used to drink forties and. Uh, Sit out on lawn chairs and throw shit at Are we people talking like when they were old E forties. Yeah. Oh hey, yes. yeah. shout out. Maybe some hurricanes. Mm. Again. We'd be yeah. Real shitty. We get some schlitz. I want to know. God, I was gonna just say like this dude. He maybe he should have tried in the old E and doing hood rat shit because apparently we're doing. Well, apparently rat. nobody liked this dude. <laughs> they like he was on the wrestling team in high school and all of the people in there were like yeah he was a fucking looney tune with that being said though i will say that had rick and i been in that situation i feel like it wouldn't have played out like that i'm just saying that i'm just saying that you know well as somebody that took a uh we be we're, we're active known. shooter course today at work he and i are both known for the having first that thing, thing on me Look, man. This dude. Look. Okay. Oh, my oh. my earlier point, and this draws into what you were saying. Uh-huh. This dude. Okay. Given his upbringing and the people around him, not saying you know, like this dude clearly Middle Eastern descent, and uh, you know, given his upbringing and the people around him and the environment that he was saturated in, 
I can see how that happened. And I feel the same way about that, that I feel about Portland, Oregon, that I feel about Asheville, North Carolina, that I feel about so many different places where you have this influx of um, kids that were raised, for the most part, like middle upper class. Yeah. You know. They had, their parents had there's money. A, there's a low number of pretty much just any minority, for the <clears throat> most part. And so, like, whenever you come in, come up in that upbringing, you know how it is for, like, I'm not even trying to throw, you know, this demographic under the bus, but, like, you know, like, uh, emo kids, goth kids, you know, theater this kids. This kid listened to trap. Anything, don't, don't. anything like that. No, I'm, I'm just trying to correlate this with our, our just, generation. Just the so. picture of this but, dude. You can see that he listened to Trapped. I don't, I mean, this dude. Maybe corn. Pop. Yeah, that I believe. That I believe. Like this dude, he came up listening to that music. A lot of times, when you come up in that upbringing, you don't really have a lot of uh, hardships or issues, and so like you oftentimes delve inward, especially when you're, uh, you know, um, exposed to that type of music when you're growing up. And, like, it's a, a lot of times about, like, internal hardship and, no, my parents weren't there and blah, blah, blah. And my social status wasn't where I felt like it should be in high school. And so, like, whenever whenever you uh, run into people that haven't really had any hardships, like, oftentimes there's a level of guilt that comes with it. There's a level of, you know, like, like... um I've seen it too many times where there's people that came up in a class that might be different from some of the peers that they see as cool individuals. And a lot of times the cool, like the people that are actually, and I don't mean cool, like, like those fucking white chicks from easy a or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean more so like the, the colorful characters that just have like crazy personalities, but oftentimes are not from, the greatest of circumstances yeah and you got the other kids that are just very bland and it, like they came from like a normal mom and pop type place and they create these issues that aren't even really that big an issue and like they focus on that because they, didn't, they haven't really had real problems and they've been sheltered a lot of their life and so like they don't really understand like how the real world works and they get so far into their heads they get so saturated in that that it be, it takes a life of its own after years and years of cultivating this and like directing all your fear and sadness and hatred inwards and then you end up coming out like this guy and it's easy to say oh it's because he was a middle eastern or it's easy to say oh it's because nobody liked him in high well, school it's easy to say shit like that let's but- read the article and we'll listen to what his peers had to say about him uh for those of you that don't know what we're talking about in boulder Colorado last Monday, literally uh, the day before we recorded the episode um, or the day that we recorded the episode. Yeah, the day that we recorded the last episode, um, this shit happened and we talked about it and we were going to talk about it on the show last time. I think we I just think talked about the Asian it. spa shooting. We yeah, might have mentioned we, this. We got so caught up in this. Like, I remember we mentioned it right before we went on air and then that's right. We uh, didn't discuss it. And then afterwards, I was like, fuck, we shouldn't. So here's what went down for the people that are, that are in other countries that don't, because we have about 10 of you that don't know what the fuck we're talking about right now. So Ahmad Allah or Ah 
Lawali oh Alyssa. God. Yeah, I'm butchering this. Oh my god, that was. <laughs> Look here. You're a stupid asshole. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I'm kind of retarded. No, you're not cultured. Oh, That's the problem. Is man, I don't care about those dune coons. Um, <clears throat> oh, okay, you know god. what? Anyway, was identified by authorities as tu- on Tuesday as the gunman who opened fire at King's Scoopers, terrible grocery store name, in Colorado, killing 10 people, including a Boulder police officer. The name of the 21-year-old us, uh, suspect who was in custody was released at a news conference by Boulder Police Chief Maris Harold. You know they're shitting because he's not technically a white guy. Uh who did not disclose the uh, possible motive as of Monday's bloodshed. So, the suspect has been charged with 10 counts of first-degree murder, one charge of attempted murder. According to his arrest warrant, his first court appearance will be scheduled for 8-15 on Thursday, which was the last Thursday. Uh, The warrant described him as being armed with either an assault rifle or black AR-15, wearing tactical armor, an armored vest, Senior law enforcement. Or. What do you mean, or? Like, it's one or the other. They're, they're very vague with their description. What are you talking about? How are you going to say an assault rifle and then give a more specific it's definition even of an assault rifle? So he was. So it's not or at that point. It's, he wasn't even armed with an assault rifle. He was armed with an uh, Ruger AR 5.56 pistol. So that's the thing. Like, what, he had a pistol? What, where'd you get AR 15 from a fucking. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's a souped-up pistol, and I like. Yeah, it's, it, it's a it's a nice fucking pistol. Yeah. If I, I'll give him that much. I'll give him that much. I don't know who he has taste, good taste. I don't know. Yeah, I was about to say I don't know whose taste that was. His dad, maybe I don't know. But he was also man. carrying a nine millimeter handgun. Uh, but the suspect. Accurate. This is the funniest part. I laughed not, so fucking hard at this. Not a lot of kickback. It's nice. Yeah. Uh, the suspect had removed all his clothes and was wearing uh, only shorts when he was taken into custody. So he shot up all these people and then stripped off all of his clothes. Yeah, didn't he like get on his knees and fucking like? Uh, that I don't know did. about. Some shit like that. I mean, I've never been to a strip tease where there's a fucking shooting too. Yeah. If, if anything, how funny. would you like to see a fat twenty-one-year-old Arab start murking everybody in a grocery store with no nothing but gym shorts on? I'd throw a couple singles at him. I mean, there you go. He starts taking his pants off. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so, so show. I'd be like, wow, this is really good. They choreographed this. I like this. I know, right? This is nice. Look, that guy looks like he's really bleeding. God, out. I hope he's in the produce section. Mm. So his family um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why though? Do think, you really want to uh, think about it? I it. am thinking about it. Do you really want a hairy Middle Eastern dude with his clothes off in the produce section? Nah, yes. dude. I don't want fucking. I don't want pubes on my avocados. What you mean? He has shorts on. His whole body isn't made out of fucking pubes. Look, he looks like if a he's Arab, his whole body is made out of pubes. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Listen um, to yourself right now. Listen to yourself. So okay. anyway, so anyway, God damn it. Uh, Alyssa, whose family immigrated from Durka Durkistan, I mean Syria, goddamn fucking typos, (laughs) uh, may have been suffering from mental illness, according to his 34-year-old brother, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce that fucking name. Um, People chose not to mess with him, his brother said, due to his temper, and nobody talked to him. 
And in 2014, he got increasingly paranoid, thinking he was being uh, followed and chased. At one point, the young man covered the camera on his computer with duct tape. That's so the CIA couldn't watch the freaky shit he was jacking off to and seeing his uh, his O faces. They say you can steal a man's soul through his vinegar strokes. He's an angry Arab with anxiety. No, man, he's just a fucking normal American person that's got like a mental disorder that went unchecked for multiple years. That's like every happened. single one of yeah. these fucking people. <laughs> nothing to do with his every single mass. Of course, they're going to make it like some ISIS shit or something. Every single spree shooter has the same fucking <laughs> bundle of problems. It's, it's textbook. literally textbook at this point. I'm honestly starting to believe what if that wasn't the case at all and they just like slap this bullshit up like you know toss this classic explanation so people would just write it the fuck off i feel like that is the case though um like it's so easy to just take any shooting of any sort whatsoever and regardless of what the reason is be like oh he didn't like himself as a child it's 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 deeper than that so a lot of it is um and the whole being bullied thing is a crock of shit. That started with Columbine, another uh, mass shooting in Colorado. Columbine, those kids just wanted to fucking kill people for the lulls. They had a notebook of shit that they were going to do if they made it out of the school. They were going to hijack a fucking plane and crash into the Denver Capitol building for, for fucking Christ's sake. That's true. For the giggles? Yeah, it was, it was for the fucking lulls. They were... The biggest shitlords that have ever been shitlords. There was no uh, trench coat mafia. If there was, there were they were fringe. Like there was, but they were fr- so fringe members. They just wore trench coats, but those kids didn't like them. Bunch of fucking edges. Yeah, they were fucking like. There were four chan trolls before four chan was a fucking thing. If anything, they were the founding fathers. Probably the archetype, but. Those two created a whole fucking, almost, this it's, weird fucking cult. It's like a standard. It, it yeah. became its own little offshoot branch that, you know. It's like any disenfranchised kid that felt like he's been picked on. And that wasn't even the story. That one kid from Columbine, Eric, was fucking hopped up on Prozac and Adderall the entire fucking time. Like, they just filled him full of fucking meds, and that shit will make you go crazy. This is my whole thing. Like, a lot of people don't understand when it comes to uh, any type of mental disorder. I honestly feel like this guy just had a mental disorder, and it went awry and unchecked for way too too long. And a lot of people don't understand that, like, when even when, when you have something like that, like, whether it be some type of personality disorder or whatever the case, um, you know, they put you on a lot of psychotropic medicines, medications, and... Uh, like uh, more often than not uh until you find the right one like so, sometimes they make you they can more exacerbate crazy. it yeah they make you more crazy. yeah when inanimate you- objects all start looking like they have eyes and they're talking to you and you feel like you're being followed at all times maybe you should like seek help yeah and like that, that stuff goes unchecked because we live in but i feel like uh, part of that's that culture too yeah i was just gonna say like we live in a culture right now where well and not even like the American culture. It's getting better about seeking therapy and shit. Speaking generally, like globally. I would say the more Middle Eastern thing would be like that. That's a thing that's looked down on. 
Well, yeah, you go seek help. That, it's not even Middle Eastern. I'll go as far as to say it's uh, oftentimes just a thing with general minorities. Like, uh, it's a weird thing, but, and I, I feel like I always take it to race, but I mean, it's the fucking truth. Like, how, how like, it's, it's more accepted in the white culture to seek uh, any type of uh, help you can if you're, you know, suffering from whatever it may be. And this is generally across the board. Like, even black people, like, I know this just from my family, even in general, that, like, okay, right now, um, my, my, my grandmother, she's got a lot of brothers and sisters, and uh, several of her family members uh, suffer from mental disorders and like back then and even now it's just like oh yeah he's a little bit crazy and you just fucking write it off and sweep that shit under the table and you and like you don't talk about care- it yeah you take care of him the best you can but like you don't I mean seeking help in the community of minorities in general it's almost like a weird pride thing where it's like admitting that you even need help is so weak. frowned upon that it makes like, you look weak. You're yeah. scared to even tell anyone. And then it makes the family look weak. Yeah, because it's not just you that you're that you're uh, you know uh, well, representing whenever you say some shit like. There's that. white families it, like that. The Kennedys fucking had uh, their daughter lobotomized. And yeah, now some of it, I will say, has. It's changed with time where, like, uh, you know, it's not so frowned upon now. But I will honestly say that, you know, even though it does also happen in white communities and white families, it happens a lot more frequently with any type of... I believe that. Because, and, and I mean, when you think about it, sometimes it's like, okay, you know, they're Middle Eastern. They came to America to, you know, put their stake down and, you know... We're, we're here and we're, you know, going to better our race while also bettering the community. And we're, you know, contributing and like you want to put on a good face because you're not necessarily welcomed. So any vulnerability looks bad generally, even if it's a, a genuine problem. So it like it could have been that the family didn't want to admit that he had issues and they didn't. Or it could have been that they didn't even know where to look or how to figure it out because, mm. you know, amongst their peers and the people they may speak to is frowned upon to even ask about shit like that. So by default, you don't even know where the fuck to go. When I mean, you run just into based on how like they that. look at a lot of things and like any kind of culture, not, not just talking about like his culture or anything like that, like yeah, certain yeah, things yeah. are taboo. Like, and I would totally yeah, agree with that, like, yeah. like mental illness or any kind of like mental strife that you may have like whether it be like something you know like anxiety all the way up to like some kind of psychosis i mean those are things are that people don't really they're like oh i guess i just gotta live with it kind of situation like oh well i gotta live with it i have i have mental issues but i that's what i have to live with that's my that's my cross to bear yeah it's pretty much what it is is how it comes off and i I wholeheartedly think that this person becomes this long internal struggle that just grows and grows yeah and that's how people turning inside them and it's almost like a pressure cooker and the dude exploded that's why people become i mean this dude's always had anger issues though yeah um 2017 his senior year uh yeah he stood up in class and assaulted an unsuspecting student and pummeled his head and face for like an alleged ethnic slur. Uh, this was a misdemeanor. 
So because he was a minor, it didn't like trigger in the fucking system. Yeah. 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 They just saw it as like a what discrepancy. And then the fact that it's racially charged, they could easily write it off and just be like, oh, he's just probably heard a bunch of other shit. And this was the thing that the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. But more realistically, you know, sometimes you have to take that out of it. Like, I mean, I've, I've run into countless people where like, OK, I've been I've been to jail several times and every time I go in there. You know, you run into more people that just have mental issues mm-hmm. than you run into actual criminals that mean to do harm to any person. Well, the problem and is like that, just generally. Oh, I mean, generally speaking, you you see this more often than not. Like it's like a lot of the issues that we have with the rates of people that go to jail and cause harm to other people. It would go down drastically if we would actually implement measures to you know account for these issues instead of just sweeping it under the rug. We had this them. This is another classic issue. We had those issues uh those measures in place until Ronald Reagan got rid of yeah. them. Yeah, and then once um, you know privatized uh they got rid of all mental mental institutions and shit. Yeah, yeah. Um so of course also you have to remember at that time they were definitely like Doing like electroshock therapy and, and abusing these you know, people, but we're talking and shit like that. Yeah. So that was still like, but very we're talking twenty. But they were state-run institutions. Yeah, but I'm talking about like 2021. Like some people honestly really need a safe space that they can like talk to somebody and. But that also would fix a lot of the fucking homeless problem too. It really would. Absolutely. Absolutely. If we, if Most the government reopened, if the Democrats really gave two shits, they would. Reopened state-run institutions. It's almost it's almost weird to meet a homeless person that is of sound mind. It, it never I've never met him one like not one I have not before. one I've met like some genuine people that just got in a fucking up situation. bad situation. Yeah, just got in a fucked up. Those situation. are out there, but and most of them are free-range crazies. Yeah, yeah, and they just the majority up, they either grew up in some like bad situation where like they're family or people just didn't have access to treat whatever issue they had and it was easier to just let them fuck off and do whatever mm-hmm. than it was to try and figure out a problem and like a lot of times that shit costs money like yes there are programs in place there's private institutions yes, you can uh you know turn to state-run organizations and yes there are uh you know foundations that have been put put in place but a lot of those guys those social workers Especially the ones that are just, you know, racking up that government check. They are fucking turn and burn. Like, they're fucking... They see X amount of people every week. They're not getting fucking paid that much. It's almost like asking a dude at Walmart where some weirdly specific thing is. They don't fucking know. They're just there to say whatever they got to say to get you to yeah. fuck off. And most of them do a teleconference. Like, yeah, over a computer. Right. So, you're... Like, you have a crazy person. Mm-hmm. And normally these places especially are in a strip now. mall. Especially now. Yeah. You, you have a place in a strip mall that these people have to go to that's probably next to a bar on the other side of the strip mall. Right. And they have to go talk to a person through a computer that these people normally hate technology anyway and think the CIA is listening to their fucking thoughts. Yeah, so that's already a fucking giant L. No. These people aren't going to seek that fucking help out because they don't trust it. Yeah, and why why should they? They're running around like 
I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Yeah. Do you that, understand that? And the and the same and then that that same fucking social worker guy is just like, yep, yep, it'd be like that sometimes. Mm. Looks at his watch. He's like, well, it's fucking five twenty eight. Sorry, dude, my shift's over. All right, see you next week. <laughs> you know, like this. And did man goes to part. happy hour. And then the dude goes to the happy hour bar right across the street. Yep. Yep. And, and then probably has to pass a gun store on the way there. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Am- so ammo on sale. Yes. Yeah. Hollow points. So that's our thoughts on the Colorado situation. The, the, the whole Colorado situation is fucking ridiculous. Like the whole shit. Is, the whole shit is fucking a media shitstorm. First uh-huh. off, you got. You know, you got this guy in the press and everything that he's done. And then you got, like, of course, Republicans being like, see, see, we told you. And then you got Democrats acting like acting like it didn't fucking happen because, you know, of course, if it's like, oh, they're acting like it happened. They want to ban all the guns now. If it's some right wing fucking person, they're immediately pointing the finger. Mm -hmm. And if it's a like. And if it's any type of minority whatsoever, then they just jump on gun control and they don't even acknowledge yeah. anything like that. There and couldn't like, be a problem here. Is it? Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's the guns. It's like, nah, so, I don't think it's the guns. Well, look, I mean, I'm going to quote Biden on this. On how, if you want to get things done. Best way to get something done, if you, if you hold near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to Anyway, I'm, we're going to get a lot done. The best way to get something. <laughs> oh, God. That was so bad. No. <laughs> Fucking slow joke. <laughs> oh, my God. The best, what the fuck? best no. way to get things done is a. Uh, oh. What was that talking uh, about? We're, we're going to get we're things gonna get done. We're going to get some shit done. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it, dude. This man what an idiot. <laughs> well, let's... We, like, I feel like it's going to turn into like a weekend at Bernie's type oh, it's, situation. It's already there. He's going he's gonna to die halfway they through They just prop fight. him up. He's going to die halfway through his He's got handlers, turn, dude. And they're just going to like lift his dead carcass onto the fucking yeah. stage and mouth puppet his way. He's like a show. cyborg, but the do, cyborg has dementia too. Do a bunch of sound clips. <laughs> like, <laughs> they just use sound clips of shit he's already said and they fucking make like a... Like a, I wouldn't. I feel like they wouldn't even go as far as to do like full blown cyborg. They would like half ass it because. Well, yeah, because the cyborg would have to have dementia also. (laughs) Nah, but it's it's crazy, man. Like this, this whole situation is fucked. Like it, 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 it reminds me of so many past issues that we've had where we run into the same shit. But hey, man, and. They they managed to turn it into some whole other shit when in all reality the answer is there. We just fucking we just don't do it because capitalism. Well, you know, Biden is giving us a laugh tonight, but he's also giving us something else. That fourteen hundred dollar stimmy. Have you gotten your stimmy yet? I did get it. Did you get your support payment from from Papa Joe? 
Well, an Indianapolis family says argument over stimulus checks proceeded into quadruple murder. <laughs> what the fuck? So they, I heard about that shit. Man. They didn't. Uh, they didn't fucking get their stimmy checks. So the motive for the shooting that has left four people dead, including a child, is being pinned on an argument over one's per- one person's alleged entitlement to stimulus money. The shooting took place in Indianapolis this past Saturday. Uh, who had Fox Forty Nine? Who had a detailed rundown of the instance uh, incident said the suspect Malik Halfers approached Gene Gentirius Moore. Gentirius. Yes. Gentirius Moore about his belief that he should get half her stimulus. Uh, Moore is the mother of two young daughters, one whom she shares with uh, Half Acre is his name. Uh, That's what he got for his reparations. Uh-huh. The cousin of Moore, Wendy Johnson, spoke to a local Fox outlet and said Half Acre wanted some of uh, Gentirius's money. He can go out to Montana and buy the other 39 and a half acres and the mule with uh, that fortune. Jesus Christ. (laughs) So uh, she said, no, you don't deserve any of this. I work. I take care of our child. You don't do anything. He said, I really want half. She said, I'll give you 450. Take it or leave it. He said, I'm going to get that money. (laughs) At least she tried to. She tried to reason with. I mean, she straight up told him, "Look, man, I'll give you four fifty. She ain't even have to do that. Fuck that. Look. She didn't even like no, no. If you, ain't doing, if you ain't doing shit in the household, you don't deserve shit. I had this conversation with somebody recently. Mm. Like, it's it's such a fucked thing that uh, you know people are legitimately fighting over shit like this. Like, look, that fourteen hundred dollars is not in this economy. That shit is not gonna get you anywhere. And then like." I've, I've seen people trying to claim each other's kids. I've seen people trying to claim their own kids, and they didn't do shit for the kid. Like, if you ain't did shit for that kid, if you have not contributed to the household at any given point in time, why the fuck are you asking for somebody else's check? Like, you already getting yours. You are He about to get his 14. Why he asking for hers? Like, what Bruh. the fuck? So, Johnson went on to say that she told Halfacre who waited outside of Moore's home on Sunday evening that he gave her an evil look and walked off. He came back when he came back. He said he demanded to know where the money was. Uh, and then started going through a purse. Was it, was it their kid together? Mm-hmm. Like they had, okay. They had a kid together, but then she had like a couple other kids or something like that. She right? had one other kid and then they had a kid together. Yeah. So she had, so she got like her Sammy. And then he wanted half of the other kid, like their kid, Stimmy, basically. Um, but he been sitting around not doing shit. Yeah, he, he he's a... Uh, Just being a fucking waste of space. Yeah. So, picking up from that point, police said Halfacre shot and killed four people. The dead were identified as family members of hers. A seven-year-old daughter, so the other daughter, um, her 23-year-old brother... Her 43-year-old mother and her 35-year-old cousin. So, uh, and then he st- he kidnapped the daughter that they shared together. And then he went on the run. Dude, th- this guy is a fucking... 
how, piece of shit. How you got money for a gun, but you, <laughs> but you trying to get the stimmy though, like you, you got you you trying to get seven hundred dollars. All this was basically over. Wait, was he trying to get the whole thing or just half or some shit? He yeah, wanted it half. It sounded like he wanted half. So mm-hmm. she already was gonna give him four. This and dude's an so ex-con too. Basically, man. this whole shit was over three hundred dollars. Yes. Was it worth to you? Three hundred dollars, man. Look, three hundred dollars ain't really worth shit. Yeah, I was gonna say, was it worth a double homicide? I have turned down larger amounts of money for lesser reasons. For a double homicide. And this motherfucker really out trying to clap the whole family over it. Well, it's because can I interject on this one? This stimmy, if you owed back child support. They did not take it. Because the other stimmies, they took it. They said, oh, you owe child back child support? You don't oh, get yeah. anything. This, is the, one where it was like, this like, is the one where everybody got one. Yeah. So no he was what. like, bitch, you took all my other ones. <laughs> I want my I want my money. Because I probably, he probably owed her fucking back child support. I'm just going to go ahead and go off on a limb on that and say that's probably what happened. And probably he was probably pissed was, as fuck. Probably not. If he was living with her, she probably wasn't. She probably didn't even have him on child support. Uh-huh. Probably not. We're living together. Well, he's an ex-con that shot another man in 2017. Oh, he's just an angry person. So he's just oh, a shit. Dude was piece of shit. For a reason. He's just yeah. an asshole. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. He's a scumbag. He's like, fuck it. Whatever. I don't give a fuck about my life. But uh, you know how a B-man shooter's going to shoot. That's like next level petty. Next level petty. He wanted, he wanted that money. She even said, I'll give you 450 That just goes back to it. Like, to my previous point. Like, uh, this this is over your kids. Uh, you know, the, that's that kid's money. That's a, Yeah, that's, that's entitled that bullshit, bro. Why do you feel like you earned it in any way, shape, or form? Like, if you... If you live in a situation where you're not contributing whatsoever, you know, like I said, I just had this conversation with somebody not too long ago, maybe like a week or so ago. That dude's life is fucked. It's like, you know, if you if you didn't do shit in that family, why is it that you're at? Why do you feel like you're obligated to that money? You're trying to better yourself and like you do it in the name of that kid. But like, come on, man. Like, you know, damn well, that shit is for you. You're not going to do mm-hmm. shit with that. If he would have got that, what do you think he would have did with it? He would have probably fucking spent it on some dumb shit. Titty probably bought. He probably would have bought a bunch of fucking weed or some shit to try to sell it. He would have, yeah. He would have fucking... Like, not trying try, to even be stereotypical. Flip, 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 no, I mean, realistically, that ain't even stereotypical. Like, come he on. probably was going to try to probably buy a bunch of weight and then fucking hustle it and double his fucking money. And not spend a goddamn dime of it on that kid. No. No. That kid wouldn't have got one single toy or article of clothing or no. any fucking thing. If he did, it would be like some dollar store toy. For I mean, real. how many people... Just to get him to shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> how many people are doing that fucking hood logic about their stimmy checks? They're like, I don't see no team no kid talking now. Man, don't even get me started on that shit. I about got blocked from somebody Facebook over that whole bullshit. <laughs> oh, shit. I really fucking did. I mean, dude, it takes a lot more than 1400 bucks to raise a kid for a year. I'm just going to say that right now. That's my whole thing. What the fuck? Team no kids? Are you kidding me? I am still 
blessed to right now to be in a position where like I'm not saying I don't want kids. I'm not this is not anything against anybody with kids, but I don't have a kid right now. And, uh, you know, like because I'm in a situation where, you know, like I don't I, I can't say that there's a specific person that I'm trying to settle down and spend the rest of my life with or anything like that. And so I'm blessed enough to not have ended up in a situation where like, you know, I, I, I got a, I got a, I got a kid now and now I got to take care of this kid and then COVID happens and then I'm in a fucked up position with my job and now I got to figure out how to make ends meet for not only myself, but this child as well. And like making sure that that child is okay. And, you know, being in a position like that where you're genuinely depending on something like this to come through. Exactly. $1,400 is not going to do Dude. shit for a kid. Like, you you know what I'm talking about. Like, fourteen. how far does $1,400 go when you're talking about are a you kid? Being, like, like, are you asking me you, realistically? Yeah, realistically, let's say, and we'll even go through different age groups. Like, okay, you got a newborn child. How much is <laughs> How much is a pack of Pampers? A pack of Pampers is usually around, like, 30 bucks. $30, $40, right? Yeah, I guess how much they shit a ton. And how long is that pack of Pampers going to last you? Uh, maybe, like, three days. Three to four days. So, it's... I mean, be realistic. It's normal to say you might buy one or two of those packs per week. That's mm-hmm. $80. Just in, like, what they shit in. This is not counting food. This is not counting resources. I'm sorry. Our baby's going to have washable if diapers. You, <laughs> what? Who's washing those? Sure as hell ain't me. The it's maid. your kid. I know what comes out of your asshole. Fuck you. I'm not yeah, doing that, that shit. That gonna be anything like you. You're gonna have to double up on those fucking. Yeah, they're gonna be double diaper. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I ain't cleaning no duty off of any any object of the house. In fact, if that motherfucker shits on my furniture, okay. Let, let me just put it into but, a perspective yeah, 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 that yeah, is let's... that is tangible. That for people that don't have children, this is just from. Get go, right off the rip, okay. When I had Jackson, fifteen thousand dollars to have that child. Do you know why? Emergency C-section, three days in the hospital, doctor's visits. That was in the first month of his life. Fifteen k gone immediately. Luckily, I had insurance, but I feel bad for people that don't have insurance that have that bill hanging hanging over their head. If you're well, illegal immigrants if you're don't depending care. on that check, you probably don't have insurance. If yeah. you're depending on the STEMI, yeah, you guess don't what? You're gonna have, have to pay that fucking More shit. Than you're gonna have to pay that fucking shit. And I've I'll, honestly like, and not to get too into it because I know we have another topic. Um, it does not pay in this in this day and age to be a normal family. You are better off as being a single mother with a live-in boyfriend and you make more money by government assistance, your tax returns and everything than you do making a as normal a couple. as a couple, as a family, as a married family. Like and with, that's real. And, and that's, that's not that's even fucked up. And like that's why like I said is, what I said like I don't I don't I don't necessarily want to put a child in that situation if like I'm, I'm speaking hypothetically from the viewpoint of a person that's depending on the stimulus check. Like if your life is, you know, so rough, it's not going to go that, that point, far. Because like I've had a fucking rough life at certain mm-hmm. points in my life, and then to imagine to have a child on top of that, that fourteen hundred dollars ain't going to get you shit, dude. So no, many people blew that shit shits. too on dumb shit. Like there was a guy I was 
uh, on a road. He was pulling out of Walmart. He pulled out with eight fucking big screen TVs. Mm-hmm. Eight fucking big screens. That's crazy. It's stupid. That's ridiculous. Stupid. Everybody, like, I feel like, okay, like, if you're in a hard, sometimes, this is my standpoint on it, sometimes when you're in a hard spot, you need to pay off your bills, get yourself straight and, like, in the green, right? Then buy yourself something nice as a, like, reward. And by something nice, I mean, like, for, like, guys or whatever, go to the bar, have yourself a drink on Mm -hmm. yourself, relax, chill, you paid all your shit off. Mm -hmm. But go and buy eight goddamn TVs on your fucking stimulus check. Oh, it's dumb. I'll post a picture of it. That is dumb as hell. I took a picture. You should have saved, why didn't you save that money? Why didn't you save it for when, you know, like, in a couple months from now when shit's really awful That's still. what I'm saying. I got my shit and I legitimately, I acted like I didn't even get it. Same. When I got it, I put that shit immediately in the savings yep. and like, that's, I haven't touched that's it. That's what we did. And we, don't plan on it. Ours like, went in our savings account. I like, fucking acted like I did not get that shit. Yeah, all. we literally, I looked at it for a second and I was like, oh, that's really nice. Thank you. And then it went in our savings account to pay for our, thank you, Uncle Joe, for paying for our house. Yeah. For part of our house. Hopefully he'll forget he gave us that one and give us another one. Um, <laughs> right. So let's talk about our final topic we'll for the day. In April. Yeah. Uh, right. That would be so nice. Uh, let's talk about Little Nas X. Yay! I'm so, I'm like, hold on, song. let me get into it. I'm, I'm so, <laughs> look, you do the same shit as me. I'm like sitting up. Oh, they're shit. excited. These motherfuckers <laughs> over here are like yeah. ready. I have so many good thoughts. stretching. So this. I watched the video today. I've watched it a million times. I'm definitely one, straight. Once was shit. enough for me. It's a fucking great video. I mean, it's it made WAP look like a piece of shit. WAP was always a piece of shit. People just acted like it. Was, I don't it know, was, man. Was, had, Cardi B makes me feel like a strong, independent woman. Nah, man. It was only the fucking. He's <laughs> so happy. I love his. I look. And I have a lot of thoughts and how he portrayed, and we were talking about this, and then Eric was like, shut up, shut up, this is the fucking topic for, for the podcast. But I have a lot of thoughts on his on his way that he portrayed how, like, well, I would think that the LGBTQ and on. The letter people. Yeah. Plus. Feel, because a lot of people say, oh, you're going to hell, you're going to hell, this is a horrible, and he portrayed it so good in his video. He's like, well, if I'm going to go to hell, I'm going to have a fucking good-ass fucking time. This like, man was like, all right, I'm, all these people are saying I'm going to go to hell because I'm a rapper and I came out as being openly gay. Mm-hmm. And he, instead of, you know, trying to do what, you know, many people before have done and just like, you know, hold that shit in and cover that shit. He literally even says it in the intro to the fucking yep. video. He's like, this is the, you know, so many people have tried to come against me, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, like this is the one place where I can do whatever. Be myself. Be myself. And it like he purposely did that. He did that in response to like, I mean, I don't. I'm not saying this is official statement from him, but from what I can fucking glean from this information, like everything that he's laid out and everything he's done thus far, like this was a conscious effort to, you know, fuck y'all. Like this is a full on troll of all those people who were like saying all that shit. And like we were having this argument earlier because we talked about the whole Mm Cardi B thing in, in relation to like 
okay, WAP came out, it was so controversial, blah, blah, blah. This shit comes out. But the difference between him and Cardi is, I don't even think, I mean, I don't know, maybe Cardi's a genius and I just don't see it, but I don't think she nah, consciously... No, she makes, like, home music, dude. I don't think she consciously did that to make, like, a big uproar. She did that and just if she being did, her that's... same ignorant self. Yeah, I mean, it's literally and every song she I have makes. Nothing, I have nothing against that. If she wants to do that, by all means, girl, do you. But, like, this dude consciously made an effort to do that at... And point a finger at those same naysayers. Like, you say I'm going to go to hell? Okay, I'm going to go to hell and kill the fucking devil. See, (laughs) I feel like this was his, like, he did say he had an agenda. It's to normalize gay artists into talking about shit like that. Like, nobody. What was was the artist that, uh, fuck, what was his name? I love McConan. Uh, um, what was the song? Something on a Tuesday. I can't remember. But he's not the first gay gay rapper. You know, it's like something about being in the club on a Tuesday. I don't oh, know. Club going up on a Tuesday. Club going up on a Tuesday. So that artist came out as gay. Right after he came out as gay, fell off the map. This dude was like signed to Drake's label, and like had he was good like he yeah. he came out with that song Drake made a remix with him he signed to that fucking label mm-hmm. and then like had a whole bunch of other shit lined up and then it came out he was gay and it was like a bunch of like weird muddled responses where like he kind of he didn't necessarily deny it but he didn't say that he was I feel like with that and we it, all know it, Little Nas X is, is gay an artist well, yeah, because but there's like, ho- there's there's staunch the homophobia point, in in the hip hop community. But the yes, yes, and that's very true. But the, the my point is that like Lil Nas X took a very different approach, and I feel like it was the way that he owned it. Like if if so many artists before him that and because like I love McConan is just one example of many artists that it's always been questioned and it just has never come out. It's yeah. like yo, if you would have just took that approach. Not only did this man like lean he, into it, yeah. Not only did he lean into it, he fucking dug his heels all the way in. And mm, were, his, were, high high heels. Heels. Yes. Yeah. his uh six inch stiletto thigh high leather boots into this, this man, shit. This I mean, man dug his high heels in, bro. I, mad respect, mad respect to him. Started coming I, out in pink fucking was it was rocking like pink cowboy outfits mm-hmm. with assless yep. chaps and shit. Oh yeah, like, dude. Yo, this guy is the shit. Like props to him. I think yo. the biggest props. argument that was really he culture vultured Lady Gaga. Yeah. The big, the man, biggest argument that all the people shit, had. She fucking did. Oh, my God. Well, look, man. He's not the only one that has done shit like this. Look at, like, artists from the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Bowie. Prince. The whole misogynistic era. Or, no, I'm I'm talking. No, I'm saying that wrong. Androgynous era. Yeah. I don't know why I said misogynistic. It was just Well, it was already misogynistic against the misogynistic. It was was in my head because I was thinking about, like, the rappers that, like, you know, you know what the fuck I mean. Yeah. Anyway, so like the androgynous era, this perfect example. I mean, rap songs like Prince wore you stupid white bitch. <laughs> yeah. And the, the classic. Shut up, bitch. Like those they, are two they classics. Be, they be so ready to say that shit, but 
then be like taking it in the ass afterwards. And it's like, yo, that's what you like. That's what you fucking like. Like, just fucking own it. Like, this dude not only fucking owned it, he took it to that next level. Like, mm. you think back to people like Prince. Prince Who was. Is a hero of mine. Prince, Prince was the shit. This man wore more mascara than his girlfriend and was still pulling more bitches. Him and like, Bowie. All the time. Those are my two favorite how artists. Many, yeah, how many how many artists could you possibly name in that time period where like it, that was just the thing? Like you yeah. could you could be in there in a skin tight leather outfit or a blouse or some shit like that, or like a fucking crop top shirt as a dude with like hearts and shit all over it yeah, and whatever. some fucking platforms and pull any chick out there because it was just like a that was it the was- accepted thing of the time period and it's like now we've almost shifted gears and went went the opposite way with it where like you gotta be you got you have to try so hard to be like the manliest man you could possibly think of and portray this fucking false ass image well like i said a lot of that has to do with the way of hip-hop he broke a mold yeah i'll say that he He he's a a trendsetter man but you're gonna see artists like tyler the creator uh frank ocean Tyler, the creator, has been saying gay shit since the very beginning. Now, Frank Ocean is the shit because mm-hmm. this dude, like, he 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 came out about it, but he also didn't make a big deal about it. He was yeah. just like, he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm gay. And? He's like, you know, fuck yeah. you. He's like, yeah. And? Where Lil Nas X okay. is like running in the club with high heels on and ass and chaps, I, like we were I saying earlier. Like, I feel like both of those approaches are good approaches. It's just a matter of owning it. Instead I think of, it's him as an artist. Instead the way- of like, Oh no, nigga! I ain't gay, man. I just I think him as an artist, the way that he, with the way that his (laughs) music is, I think that he did it perfectly. And the part that really like just like just blew my mind was the amount of parents that were like, "Well, he makes music like my kids watch you," and he was like, "I don't make music for your kids. I'm 27 years old. I'm a I make music for myself. I'm an artist. I I just make music. Yeah, can it not be that?" Like just I because your like, son likes Old Town Road, like that's cool. That's something as a song I wrote. One of the largest fallacies that people run into when it comes to any art form whatsoever, whether whether it be music, uh, paintings, media, whatever the case may be, people don't realize that artists just make art. Mm-hmm. And how dare you be so vain to think that it's for you? Yeah. They make it, and it's just their expression. Yeah. It's their own personal expression. So I think for you, the listener, viewer, whatever the case may be, the person that is taking in this artwork. If you don't like you it, fucking, don't listen to it. Yeah, just fucking don't listen to it. Go yeah. to the next video. Now, why that being fuck, said, I can't wait. For I, making whatever the fuck he made. I can't fucking wait to hear Ben Shapiro's version of this song. <laughs> because his version of WAP was... <laughs> the most vagina drying song I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> so <clears throat> his poor wife. Yeah. Yes. Old Sandy push Shapiro. But, uh, all right guys, I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Um, any drop the socials. Make sure you guys follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the socials. Make sure you download the episodes. Super important. Make sure you go stream Little Nas Exit Song. Brush your teeth to that shit. Put you on some fucking high heels. 
show off your ass in front of a fucking mirror and have a great day and happy Easter. And look out for that fucking Shapiro video because I'm, <laughs> like, I'm for real trying to see that shit. I hope I can get a feature. I hope I can Dude, get a feature. as soon as he dr- starts talking about it, I'm going to look and see if he starts reading you the know lyrics. Because you know he's going to need a black person to be in it. Too. Oh my he didn't need it for what? So. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us this week. <laughs> we'll see you for Easter. Bye, guys. Later.